This is the Cosmic Voice. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cosmic Voice. This is Season 4, Episode 1. I am here with my co-host, Chris Natalini. Hello, everybody! And I am Mick Michaels. Welcome, everyone, back to Season 4, the beginning of yet another barrage of Make It Up On The Spot podcasting. Chris, how are you, sir? <laughs> it's 2022, baby. I'm feeling good. It's a new year. Unfortunately, the entertainment world has taken a little bit of a hit, but uh, we are here. We are here, and I'm excited. It's season four. I missed you. You know, we haven't done the show in a little bit. We took a little bit of a break for the holiday and got ourselves together. We got some new stuff on the horizon, uh, new subjects, so it's going to be cool. I'm looking forward to this season. Yeah, I am too. We got some cool stuff coming this season and past couple weeks we've been kind of going back and forth through messenger as to what we're going to talk about but uh, i'm excited about it. season four i just can't believe that we're I there know. you know what i mean I it's just it's it's, in some regards you know the last couple years they're they've kind of meshed together so i get like 2021 2020 kind of oh. call, and here we are in 2022 to some degree, it feels like we just started the show, and on other levels, it feels like, hey, we've been at this a long time, and, you know, it's kind of like somewhere in between, but it really is cool. I'm pretty excited about it, and over the course of, since we ended season three to season, you know, to starting up now, uh, we've been able to expand the brand a little bit where you can find us in a couple different places. You know, we now have a YouTube channel, The Cosmic First, which is kind of exciting, and we have stuff, super cool. Yeah, we have stuff on Facebook now. I think our podcast can be right off our Facebook page, along with our website. It's it, you know, it's just amazing what we've done. When I think about how hard it was to get it started for us, but <laughs> it's amazing what can be done with the technology that they have available to people. Yes, that's what yes. I think is just kind of mind-boggling. And being someone that who's even though I use tech. I'm still not tech savvy or as tech savvy as I should be because I still feel like I'm behind the eight ball most of the time. I'm getting caught up like I'm caught up maybe 15 years ago. I'm still, you know, what I'm <laughs> seeing, but um, you, are you working on CDOS? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> doop, doop. You know what I mean? I, I just pulled out the dot matrix printer and <laughs> I got to tear off the ends and stuff. It's crazy. It's just so amazing that people are listening and uh, we get a lot of comments, a lot of positive stuff. I mean, once in a while you get something kind of goofy, but I just kind of not even pay attention. I mean, you're going to get people to do that, but I, I just oh, go yeah. with the positive stuff and I keep going that way. So it's pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool. Yeah, man, it's super cool. And, you know, we talked about, I think, you know, at the end of season three, we talked about we made, you know, a couple people's top five podcasts for the year, which is super, super cool. I was so psyched to see that. That's, uh, that, that's, is, that, that is pretty cool. cool. That, that is pretty cool. cool. Yeah, so, yeah. so somebody's listening, and that's great. And uh, we appreciate all the support. And um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah. anything, any, did you do anything during the break? I mean, we had about, uh, I don't know, six, seven weeks since we've went off the air the band's back to kind of playing on a regular basis you know we're playing uh, i have some shows booked for the you know up to almost the summer i mean nothing crazy one here one there but gigs are coming in on a regular basis and um no i mean not really bro just uh you know it's, it's with the weather and obviously you know it, it snowed here we're you know we're just coming out of a, a bad storm and um no man nothing really crazy bro uh you know I'm trying to think i, I mean don't you, think you enjoyed the holidays you took some time and, and yes yeah yeah holidays were awesome and uh you know as they always are uh, a little different this year because so many people were sick so you know the christmas 
holiday was kind of spread out over a few weeks yeah because you know some people were sick so we couldn't see certain people certain family members so we had to make other arrangements to see them in another weekend and uh obviously we rang in the new year which was um which was very cool and uh, you know it's always good new year kind of uh you try to get a new you just come up with a new plan right it's new year i mean it sounds kind of cliche but you do. You, you, you kind of go, all right, we're going into a new year. Hopefully things will be a little bit better. You pray for, you know, a better year and, you know, good things, good health, good prosperity, you know, th- that kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, man, it's, uh, holidays were great. How about you? Because you're a big, uh, you're no, big the holidays, Christmas The holidays guy. were great. They absolutely were. Um, they're just never long enough. It's just amazing uh, the time I get to spend with my family. That's, that's for me, you know, a personal thing. But uh, And I'm always kind of bummed out about how – like you know you you spend all this time getting riled up for it and looking forward to it and you know and then you're in it and then before you know it it's over and then you're you're sitting there like you know like when you're starting to put the decorations away and it's like wait a minute you know like we're it's kind of like how 2020 and 2021 (laughs) bled into each other but yeah there there was a lot of people sick over the holiday and i mean that you know again there that's the law of of the way things kind of happen right i mean last year everybody was in super isolation the six months prior to christmas a lot of the floodgates had opened and people just said hey i'm getting out there i'm going to do something so as immune systems were down in my opinion regardless of what you want to look at it was it covid was it was it a cold was the flu was it this that and the other thing it's just that you know hey listen people are going to get sick because we're interacting again Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Again, yeah. if this was five yeah. years ago, no one would have thought anything. It's like, oh, you're sick. Okay. Well, just stay in the corner. Don't make sure you don't sneeze on the, you know, on the cookie tray. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That kind of thing. Now. Yeah. Now, yeah. now, sickness is looked at as a completely different thing, and you know, people are kind of shut out. And I know there was a lot of families even this year separated because of of the division between being vaccinated, not vaccinated, wearing a mask, not wearing a mask that type of thing if you're if you if you just got the sniffles we don't want you around if you're coughing we don't want you around you know so there's a lot of things and that's that new norm we had talked about last season that it's new frontier for all of us right you know even in the music industry it things were kind of like ripping there during the summer but then there started to be some pullback as the year started to close you know in 2021 so we'll see what 2022 holds and i guess you know we'll talk about it as the as this season unfolds as well but uh well i hope so because i got a lot of concert tickets coming up so i hear you i hear you <laughs> things better be back to normal because all these shows are coming back so i'm buying a lot of concert tickets. yeah there's a lot of <laughs> i had noticed there's a lot of reschedules and stuff now places are now that there's a rescheduled date a lot of venues are offering you know ticket refunds if you can't make it but they're only giving you 30 days to right, get your ticket right. refund so that means yeah. if you don't collect it, they get to keep that money. And you know how that, that goes. People forget. They, hey, did I buy yeah. tickets for that? I'm not even sure. You know, that kind yep. of thing. And, and yep. you know, I'm sure, you know, probably getting that refund's not as easy as you think. And, yet, <laughs> and that, you know what I mean? Oh, the app's down that day. And then you only, then tomorrow it runs out. And there you go. So somebody just made a good a chunk of change on that right. interest for the last year and a half. So. <laughs> I don't know. So true, man. So true. And, uh, you know, so hopefully, you know, and, well, and you know, too, the thing like with everybody getting sick is, you know, no matter what you believe or, how, you know, how you feel about the whole thing, you know, the, the one thing was like, oh, my God, if you had COVID, you didn't want it to give it to somebody, you know, and then have them carry it to somebody else. And God forbid that person, you know, has a rougher time with it. Uh, and, you know, you never want to be the cause of someone to have, you know, in the hospital. Right, or, right. You know, you never want to be that person, you know, so, you know, especially with, you know, you and you and I, like, you know, our, our, our moms are, you know, they're older people now. And, uh, you know, so you can kind of think about them as your as the family's getting together. And, uh, you know, that was always a thing. And, uh, you know, you just have, you know, it, it is unfortunate that we're in this situation, but hopefully 2022 will be a better year and shows will be coming back, which they, they are. Hopefully they'll happen. And, uh, you know, we'll kind of get back to some kind of normalcy, we hope, anyway. I hope so, or it's going to just be a bunch of boy-in-the-plastic-bubble routines for everybody. <laughs> we're, we're talking through these thick plates of glass. I can't hear you! I can't hear you! Oh! <laughs> 
This is Stephen Pearson from Rat, the Rat Bastard. You're listening to the Cosmic Voice. All right, so Season 4, Episode 1. What we're going to do is we're going to kick off discussing the Spotify situation that's been... Now, when this airs, it'll probably be about three weeks already into it, but in the early parts of February... The Spotify situation with Joe Rogan and all has really exploded in terms of artists pulling their catalogs from Spotify, kind of the dividing line because they have issue with Spotify having podcasts on. Specifically, Joe Rogan is being targeted at this point, and they're spreading misinformation. And there's a lot of there's a lot to that on both sides. So I'm going to have Chris go into it a little bit more in detail and then we're gonna we're gonna break some of the things down and and see how that affects other artists and the fans as well yes first of all before we even start i, I want to just make sure i want to put this little statement out there that mick and i are not this isn't about our political views this isn't about our personal views this is more about the business end of it itself right like joe rogan his podcast is a business, whether you like it or not. They pay him $20 million a year, and he has 11 million people listening to his podcast. He does his podcast, I think, three times a week. So Mick and I are looking at it from a business. This does not, uh, you know, we're not pushing any kind of narrative. This is just what we think on the business side of it. Now, you know, Joe Rogan, he self-admittedly is to him. It's just a podcast that he started just, you know, goofing off with his friends, and it turned into this mega mega monster that uh you know like i'd said he gets 11 million listeners and that's pretty incredible he's one of the number one podcasts uh you know in the in the country maybe even the world that i'm not sure but i know he's i know he's number one uh, the most listened to podcast which is crazy and the one thing i like about rogan i do listen to a show i don't listen to all the shows i only listen to it when i'm interested in the person he has on his shows are usually about three hours for those of you who may not be familiar with it and he has all kinds of different people on obviously from being from the ufc he has a lot of fighters on a lot of people from that that mma background he also has other comedians on because he still tours and does stand up to this day he has musicians on he's had steven tyler on david lee roth and he he has people in the medical field because uh, and the I don't and I don't necessarily know if he's done political. I guess he's done more the medical, more um, people from the service, people with a story. He likes people with stories. He, he will talk to anybody. I know he's had Ben Shapiro on the show, and for, for the, I don't know if people know who Ben Shapiro is, uh, but he is uh, one of the heads of the Daily Wire. And him and Joe don't agree politically. But Ben was on the show, and it was a great show. And Joe is good at having a conversation, and he lets people speak their mind. He doesn't make people feel stupid. He asks questions, in my opinion, anyway. Uh, I don't see him spreading any misinformation. What he does is he puts people on his show that have information. They have stories. They, I mean, he, he puts people on that have uh, credentials. He's not just pulling a guy like me or Mick off the street to talk about, you know, medical things where we're just shooting off our mouth. He has people that know what they're talking about. Now, whether it's their point of view, that's a whole different story, right? Like, you know, if you're going to have people on your show, you're getting their side of the story, whether it be right or wrong. So I don't see it as misinformation. I see it as someone giving information and that is up to the person if, if you believe that person or not listen the end of the day man it is free speech right this country gives you and i mick the the opportunity to sit here on zoom and spew off at the mouth for an hour about the business and the music business and what our opinions are there are opinions and i think the thing that really bothers me the most is if you don't like it don't listen and really, what is misinformation? You could turn on your local news and see information, and you could turn on a national news and see different information. You're going to get information from everywhere. It could all be wrong. It could all be right. Now, you know, with uh, COVID, which is where this whole thing comes from, because I think it stemmed from he had a, um, and unfortunately, I don't know the gentleman's name. He was a doctor. Uh, that's where this whole thing started from. And it was um, he was a doctor in viruses. I think he has more patents on like viral medications or something to that effect. So I may be talking about terms, but that's kind of where this whole argument stems from. And this doctor had opinions on the virus and where it started from and why he got banned off of Twitter. And he gave again, he gave his side of the story. And, you know, Joe Rogan put out a video the other day. Like Mick said, this is, you know, when this airs, we'll be in the 
we're recording in the in the beginning of February, but when it airs, uh, it'll be a little in the middle of February. But uh, Joe Rogan put out a video the other day. It was 10 minutes explaining that he felt like he should be doing better. And what he claims to say is, if I have someone on my show that says this, then maybe the next day or so or the next podcast, I should have someone on the show that kind of, you know, refutes that that statement. So you kind of get both ends of the spectrum. Is he right? I don't know. Who's to say? I mean, again, if you don't like it, don't listen. If you don't like the information, then you don't like the information. It is what it is. There's a lot of things in this world I don't like. There's nothing I can do about it. You know, it is what it is. So just don't listen, right? Like that was Howard Stern. You know, you and I are Stern guys from the very beginning. And what was his thing? He always said, if you don't like me, don't listen. It's literally the switch of a button. And it's not like Rogan is on everything. You literally have to go to Spotify, get a subscription, type in Joe Rogan podcast, find the episode, hit play. So it's not like you're literally falling across and wandering through the internet. The only thing you may see on the internet are clips of him on YouTube. And even then, I'm sure once this, once our show airs, he may or may not be on YouTube anymore. You know, it depends on how this fight goes. Mr. Rogan took the high road. He put out a 10 minute video. You know, he he's making a lot of money for Spotify and Spotify is paying him a lot of money. And, and they came out and said that they're going to do their best to put little disclaimers on the front of, uh, you know, uh, descriptions of podcasts, which listen, back in our day when the PMRC were trying to run all these records out of, out of town, what did they do? They ended up putting a label on it and they got more sold. You want to put a label on my podcast? Please do, because that, that'll just guarantee more people will listen. I, I think the thing that bothers me the most is that, uh, you know, all these artists, and, and as of today, two more artists have come out. One of them is uh, India Ari, and then there was another one that I don't currently have in front of me. You know, uh, when we're recording this, two other artists came out. You got Niels Lofgren, you got Jody Mitchell, and, and Neil Young is the one to start off. Now, first of all, a lot of these people were waving the free speech banner back in the day. You know, rocking in the free world, right? Like that, I mean, that's, that's what it is. And you're giving Spotify an ultimatum. Take my music off or take Joe Rogan off. Now, listen, Mr. Young, they pay Joe Rogan $20 million a year. How much are you making off Spotify? That was dumb. You know, well, they have sixty percent of his audience-based listening streams, according to what I read today. He even said it, it was sixty percent, which that means his label took a major hit from that decision. Okay, Six, well then there, there you go. Sixty percent for listen, no, and, and no disrespect, but for a had his day artist. Yes. And that's to me is a huge chunk. Yeah, agree. I, I mean, I you know, I, I mean, it is what it is. I, you know, if, if that's the fact, then that's a fact. But he also came out and said, "Well, listen, you know, here's the thing: like Spotify sound quality isn't as great as say Amazon Music or Google or YouTube or you know any other streaming service." So I think I read Spotify's listening quality is five percent lower or different than the original quality. Something I, I may have that mixed up, but there was like some kind of percentage that the quality of the music yeah. that you listen to on Spotify. Most most streaming services are. That's why that new thing that's that Ozzy's releasing on that NTN something I don't know where it's these high quality wave files that can be downloaded okay. which is supposed to be just like the masters so of course there, okay. there has been a denigration of the quality of music especially since the rise of the streaming service you know back in the itunes days yes. to get more on you have to kind of give something up and that's where where that is yeah and here's my thing man like where are these artists where you know because now all these artists are coming out first of all you and i have spoken on on probably the first season about all these old artists curmudgeons should just keep their mouth shut and just play music and and stop getting your your nose involved in everything but they are but these artists where are these artists when guys like steven tyler from aerosmith are getting pennies a, a check of a couple bucks for you know uh for people streaming dream on like real like you that's your battle you're going to battle joe rogan podcast because you feel that the information is being put out there does not match how you feel but yet you're okay with spotify ripping off artists and i'm not talking out of line this is something that has been proven over and over and over spotify does not treat their artists correctly so you, you see, you're going to throw the censorship banner up there. You're going to wave that flag for what you claim is misinformation, whether it is or it isn't. But you're, you're not going to wave that flag for artists that are being ripped off on a daily basis. I don't understand it.
I don't. I, I don't. Censorship is amazing to me, and these are the people that that were the the front runners in the '60s, rocking in the free world, right? I mean, you know, it's been memes for the past two weeks, like you know Neil Young, a rocking in the free world, and and you're, you're giving Spotify an, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Spotify an ultimatum. Now look at it from another way: is this their way to get off that platform? Well, I I, I, I mean that argument could be had. I posted on Facebook in, in, I don't know, it was Entertainment Weekly. I don't remember the exact, uh, it was a legitimate news source. And, and me and a couple of people in the group were going back and forth. And, and somebody had said, well, you know, maybe these artists have been wanting to get off Spotify and this was their out. Now, they probably, you know, guys like Niels Lofgren and Neil Young probably could have, you know, pulled their stuff because of their names themselves. But I don't know. Maybe they didn't want to, or maybe they couldn't. And now here is the perfect time. I don't know. That's not for me to say. All I know is that you're just censoring things. And, you know, that's one thing we shouldn't be doing is censoring people. Just don't listen. If you don't like it, don't listen. You know, I'm sure there's people that aren't interested in our podcast. And so they don't listen. Well, okay. There's a lot of them, apparently. <laughs> that don't listen. But there are people that do. There are people who do enjoy our podcast. I mean, you know, the podcast is doing very well. We're aired on, like you had said earlier, we're aired on a lot of stations, so people are listening. And but if you don't like it, then don't listen. It's as simple as that. And I don't understand all these people. And I'm sure by the time this airs, like you said, there's going to be more. And it's crazy to me that these people are coming out and going. Oh, I'm pulling my music off Spotify because of Joe Rogan's podcast. Like, I am sure. And listen, I listen to a ton of podcasts. I can tell you for a fact, there are a lot worse podcasts that are putting out worse information than Joe Rogan sure. and the guests he has on. I mean, it, it, it's, it's ridiculous to me. You are listening to The Cosmic Voice with your hosts, Chris Natalini and Mick Michaels. So here's the thing, right? It's that and then some more and a lot more. You're getting these artists, you know, Neil Young, he's leading the charge, okay? He wants to pull his music or he did pull his music. He gave them an ultimatum, all right? Spotify said, okay, Neil, bye-bye. Why did Spotify do that? Well, the New York Times reports that they paid Joe Rogan already $100 million for the exclusive rights to his podcast. So they didn't necessarily pay that out to Neil Young. Now, I don't think that they did. I may be making that up, but I don't think that they paid $100 million for Mr. Young's use of his catalog. And he even said not everything that he has is on Spotify. Right. But, so they paid for that. They wanted him exclusively as part of their package. And that draws people in. So, of course, they were going to side with what they paid for. I understand that. It's business. 100%. And as you had mentioned, Neil Young hasn't complained once about the terrible payouts for the artists. Yeah. So yeah. that's there's a lot of split in terms of how artists are siding or not siding with that take of Neil Young's take, right? You have guys like Sebastian Bach saying, all you rockers out there, you should be siding with your own kind, Neil Young, and understand where he's coming from. Well, okay, maybe. Then you have some younger artists, you know, more modern type artists, and saying, like, you know, basically saying, look, man, you're you're kind of passe and, you know, whatever the case would be. And that's because Joe Rogan at the same time is the new model, in a sense, of today, the modern stuff. And he's in vogue, right? Especially for podcasts. Yes, he has the most successful podcast. And that's, what's wrong with that? And that's usually the people who are targeted, right? The most successful Mm -hmm. people. And as we talked about before, whatever happens, both Neil Young and Joe Rogan will be okay. They'll both weather the storm. The problem area that I see is all the little people underneath with podcasts and trying to get their music out there or they got their little shows or whatever the case may be because it is always a trickle-down effect. Listen, rock may be dead according to Gene Simmons, but it ain't hurting his pocket, right? Right. His catalog still sells. Neil Young's catalog will still continue to sell. It may be 50 years old, but it still continues to sell. 
However, my band's catalog doesn't. So I can't, right. I'm not living off of that kind of stuff. And whatever happens at the end of this, the fallout, the aftermath, will affect them a little bit. Actually, you know what? Neil Young will probably decide at some point during all this, before this is all over, he'll sell his catalog like yes. Motley Crue did. Like uh, Def Leppard just sold off another portion of their catalog because they're going to make more money from that immediate sale than they will over the next 20 years of streaming. Plus, it also increases their numbers. Their social yeah, Bruce awareness Bruce goes Springs, up. Bruce Springsteen right. just sold all his. Right, exactly. Exactly. And, or I guess his earlier stuff. And, they, and they, they've been going back and forth. You know, I know Gene Simmons has quote, been quoted saying, well, how much money do they have? Do they have, a, you know, yeah, I know. He loves to talk that we sell out every night type of things. I get it. You know, you got you to have a sound bite. But sooner or later, <laughs> when they decide to retire, there's a possibility they may do it. This may be the new norm for artists who are already established and making money right. on their catalog anyway to have one solid payday because within the next 25 years, a lot of them aren't going to be here. Uh, let's, let's, right. let's, let's make it the next 15 to 25 years. A lot of those guys aren't going to be here. So you want to set up even further your financial legacy? Well, that's the way to do it. And I get it. That's fantastic business. Why not? You're going to be dead. Who cares? Once you, de- right. my grandmother used to say, "When you're dead, you're dead." It, right. it, 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 there's no, you, it, the stressing stops. You can't worry about it at that point. So I get it. But my concern is, how does that trickle down to the regular guy? Because now Joe Rogan, though Spotify isn't getting rid of him, they're going to put a little disclaimer, and that's just to appease the people that have a problem with free speech okay correct yep just like they did back in the day sure until it becomes the norm and then it becomes so much the norm that no one even sees it anymore right oh yeah isn't that part of the artwork like the generation today going isn't that the parental advisory thing isn't that part of the artwork that artist gets a lot of money you know what I mean? In our day, it was like, oh man, it's blocking a cool piece of the of the album yeah. or whatever. Now it's yeah. just a normal thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. If if you don't see it, something's wrong, right? You're right. You know, in your major acts and your major releases, your things like that. So, you know, when you when you don't when you don't see that explicit content, you look for the record that has it. Right. Yeah, right. Right. You're like exactly. I don't want the censored version. I want the uncensored version. So you're having <laughs> artists jump up because now since the pandemic. You know, since Trump was in office, and again, like Chris said early on, this isn't political. I don't care one way or the other, because at the end of the day, uh, neither Neil Young or Joe Rogan is paying any of my bills, so it doesn't make a difference. But as an artist, I'm looking at it in a different fashion. But since all this stuff happened in the world, everybody has a soapbox now. And misinformation here, misinformation there. Honestly, in my opinion, and I get it, like if we're an intelligent race, an intelligent group of people, if we're getting our news strictly from Facebook, then we have the problem is ours. If we're getting our news and education strictly through Joe Rogan or Neil Young or anybody else singly, we have the problem. Then we're not doing our job correctly, right? Unfortunately, over the past 25, 30 years, the money that's been put into education has been taken out. This is why No Child Left Behind routine, they lowered the standards. Right. Right? So disinformation, misinformation, whatever you want to call it, that's been the thing of the world since the beginning of time. If you want people to feel, you know, do I think that Joe Rogan is going out intentionally trying to give misinformation? No. You know, his statement the other day, listen, it's just some people having a conversation. He said, sometimes I don't even know where the conversation is going to go. And that's kind of that's and that makes sense because that's why people feel drawn to him, because it's just like in this case, two guys talking. And that, that's that's what it is like that. That's what makes that podcast interesting. You literally feel like you're just sitting at a table with a bunch of guys just talking, just hanging out, 
talking about experiences and listening to what the, the, that other person has to say because that person has experiences and that person is educated and he has degrees and he, he's been in the thick of it and they're the stories you want to hear and that's all it is. It's just someone giving their own opinion. Yeah, and you take it with a, it's just like any other interview, any like if you watch The View or Good Morning America or whatever the case may be, that you're just taking at that moment what that person says and then you let it go and you you know if you need that type of information that kind of education it's up to the individual to go find it you know the discernment of it do your due diligence as they say so my point here is yeah i have several points but you have these artists that are stacking up for and against right you got neil young you got Joni mitchell you got graham nash just as of today you know they're all taking oh, their music you, yeah, down, right? They're all taking their music. I just seen a post that Steel Panthers taking one of their singles down. Now I think that's a good promotional thing. You want to join in, <laughs> pull a song down, put it up on your website. You know, have some fun with it because what right, these artists right. should be doing is is gathering together and saying, as a group, everybody's been complaining about it for the past five years that artists aren't making enough money from it, right? They're being right. paid, right? But Look at all the artists. These are artists that made millions back when millions could be made. Yeah. So having yeah. their Neil Young, Graham Nash, Joni Mitchell, having their music available like that is only a plus for them because the new society isn't going out and buying their stuff. No offense to them. Right. They're fantastic musicians. I get it. I'd be honored to be able to just even sit next to them and have them pay for my meal. You right. know what I mean? Right. My, my point. Yeah. My point is, is that it's only a plus. This puts Neil Young into the spotlight because there's 20 percent of the population going, "Who the hell is Neil Young?" <laughs> then there's a percentage of the population asking, "He's still alive?" You're right. You know what I mean? <laughs> this this is the most relevant he's been in probably 30, 40 years. Yeah, since he released "Rocking in the Free World" back in the eighties. <laughs> exactly. So, and I, you know, and I get it. But here's the thing. This is the thing thing. This is not about Joe Rogan's show, Neil Young's catalog, or anything in between. It is about censorship. Yes. That's the Agreed, huge man. thing. And Agreed. that's where it's going to come down to the little guy. How is it going to trickle down and then affect how independent in the in the trench artists can get their music out there how about the artists or the creators that want to create a youtube channel that want to create their own podcast whether it's video whether it's audio they want to start their own internet radio station how does that start affecting stuff it's a streaming service so if he wanted to just use the f word as his own speech he should be able to do that because like you said it's not that he you click on the tv and he's there on every channel it's not like you're seeing him in the airwaves you actually have to physically do something to get yes. him to pop up and hear it in your ears so it's a matter of choice first of all neil young must have been a fan how else would he have known joe rogan he's got good guests on he's got interesting guests on Sometimes yeah. I think he's confrontational. Other times I don't. Other times I think he's biting his tongue. And other times I think he, you know, maybe he comes off too brazen. But again, that's what a good host is supposed to do. You're not going to like everybody. You know, Howard Stern always said his biggest listening audience were all the people that didn't like him. 100%. Yep. You know 100%. What I mean? So yeah. whether I like him or don't like him has nothing to do with should he be taken off? Should he be censored? No. Censorship, a lot of people don't understand. Is censorship actually, in you know, this free speech thing that we have in our Constitution, actually revolves around the federal government and what they can and can't do to us as a people. However, a private company, they can have their own standards. They can mm -hmm. impose them or they can forget about them. If you're a non-traded company, you can do anything you want. If you're a mom-and-pop store, you can do anything you want to do as long as it doesn't harm other people. Now, there's loopholes and all that kind of stuff. That's why, you know, there's affirmative action and you have to hire so many people of this and so many people of this and so on and so forth. That's not my rules, and I'm not saying anything out of, out of school here. This is the way the system is developed so that there is some equality. Okay, but if you're a company and you paid $100 million to have a talent on there, 
well, you treat that talent the way you want. So they, instead of getting rid of him, they just put up a disclaimer. And you can look at that any way you want. Again, it's a decision that people have to make. You do your own diligence. And like you said, you either listen or you don't. What it comes down to, right? Like Stern, you know, we keep going back to Stern because he was one of the, you know, back when we, you know, when we were younger, he was one of the biggest guys to fly that censorship flag. And that's one thing you always just say, you don't like it? Hit a button. It's literally just a touch of a button. Yeah. I mean, Joe Rogan's, he's not a new name on the scene. He's been around a number of years. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. his podcast has been around for a number of years. I think that statistics, I don't know the actual numbers, but statistically, you know, CNN, Fox, and whatever else, these other news stations, their viewership is starting to decrease. And podcasting and, and certain certain sections, they're starting to increase. More of the younger generation, 40 and under, they're streaming service people. We've talked about it just in the music itself because it's convenient. It's easy. Yes. Right? It's part of their generation, their know-how, right? It's part of what they do. Where you and me, listen, still, I sh- like I was telling you before we went on air, I still struggle with some apps. Like, I mean, it's like, yeah. you know, you know, I know I got to hit play. If they don't got gigantic arrows this way, <laughs> that way, you know what I mean? The big square stop, you know what I mean? The pause. <laughs> I- I'm a little lost at times, you know what I mean? I think that the fight is gone the wrong way. That's what I think. I think it should be about other things. Yes, listen, we want as accurate information as we possibly can out there. However, this is an independent show that's been put on a streaming service that you have to pay for. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess you could say that about, like, you know, CNN and Fox and I don't know what other else is there. But they're usually on cable systems or satellite systems that you're paying for. I guess it's the same thing. I, I don't. I'm not exactly sure. I'm not exactly sure. But who's to say that your local news isn't doing the same thing? I guess they are. I mean, they've had, they've proven that that sometimes there is a bias to something. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And you, you know, it's only gotten worse as the years went on. I mean. As far as I know, you know what I mean? I, I guess maybe I'm just more of aware of it now, um, you know, but, but that's the thing, right? Like, you don't really know. It's up to the person, the individual to find that information that you're looking for. And it's up to you to believe what you need to believe for you. Because, you know, I, you know, it, you always say, you know, you always hear that old saying, there's only two people that know. You and God, and that's it. Like, right. you know, I mean, you don't know. You just have to find something that works for you, and it could be wrong, and it could be right. Information changes every day. That's what Rogan said in his, yep. you know, in his apology video. Um, Listen, in know, the it, 70s, eating raw eggs was the okay to, you know, they, were, they, they get packed protein, so on and so forth. By the 80s, they gave you high cholesterol. We're killing people. Don't do it. Get rid of the yolk which is the, you know, the best part of the egg. And then everybody went on this white thing. And in the last 10 years, it's like the egg is, if you could do two eggs a day, your body just responds in, you know, so it changes all the time. Like you're saying, so you cannot all all your eggs in one basket, so to say. I mean, it's just craziness. It's just, it's what we knew. And obviously that information has changed through the years. Now it just was, um, while we were sitting here talking, bro, I, I just have because it was interesting you said that. Uh, excuse me for my lack of knowledge because I don't really follow this kind of stuff. But Spotify is a publicly traded company, so okay. th- 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 so they're they're not privately owned, right? Okay. They have investors. Is that right? Okay. Yep. If that's what it says, I, I did not. Okay. All right. So it, yeah, it is a privately traded company. Revenue for the year of twenty twenty one, they made nine billion dollars. Billion with a B. Billion with a B. Billion with a B. So, okay, so then they, you know, Spotify does have to answer. Well, they have to, to answer to, they, right? Well, they have to answer to the stockholders, yes. And, right. But they also have to then justify, I mean, what are they going to do? Fire them and say, well, how do we justify $100 million we paid this guy for exclusive rights that we can't do anything with? And, and why would you give up that 11 million people? I mean, you know, unless, listen, unless the guy, God forbid, went out and killed somebody, then I can say, okay, I get it. Right. But if you have 11 million people 
plus listening to his podcast on a daily basis. Right. And then you look at, you know, I mean, it, 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 why would you? Why? And, and now, especially now, if this guy don't get 20 million people listening to his podcast, there's something wrong because Joe Rogan literally has been in the news every day for the past, what, two weeks now and at this point? At least. And then on the other end of that, they pulled Neil Young's music, and what does XM Sirius Satellite do? They go, hey, let's put a Neil Young channel on yeah. because you can't listen to him on Spotify, right. but we'll put him on our – I mean, come on, exactly. man. It's so, just, listen, it's like I said, they, they, they're all making money. They're all making money. <laughs> you know, And the funny thing is, is like Neil Young, he's complaining about – it's the vaccines, right? Misinformation about the vaccines. Yeah, the the thing about, is, is yeah. people that don't get the vaccines – that's their choice. But they have a problem with people that got the vaccines. People that got the vaccines, and that's their choice, have a problem with people that haven't gotten the vaccines. Right? right. And then you right. have people in the middle that may have gotten the first vaccine but not the second. Gotten both vaccines but haven't gotten the booster because now they're thinking it's one way or the other. You're going to have – that's society. You put more than you know one person in a room, you're going to have conflict. You're going to have yes. differing opinions. And – I don't know how old Neil Young is, but you know, you know, I, I'm sure he's older than some of the shoes that I have. <laughs> he's creating ultimatums. First of all, no one should be doing that, right? That's what bullies no. do. That's no. what that's no. what the bad guy always did in in the movies, right? He's seven. He's seventy six years old, Mick. Yeah. Okay. Like you know, you either pay us a hundred million or. All the hostages are, you know, we're going to shoot them or something. I mean, it's just, it's stupid stuff like that. Like, I don't understand. It's either him or me. Come on. I mean, that just, that just sounds so dumb. Like, what are we, high schoolers? It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, it pick, pick a forum. Like, everybody deserves, you know, again, things that are important. Like, everybody deserves a decent wage to live. Right. We're not getting guys that are fighting that. Why? How can you? They, they, because they've never, they, it's been so long since they've had to dig in their pocket and only felt their leg. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's important things. Like we have hunger in this country that we haven't we have not figured out a way to solve or get at least the control on. But we're worried about whether or not Neil Young's stuff is on Spotify. But now he has a Sirius XM channel. So how did this? negatively affect him well it hasn't actually yeah not at all you know not and, at all and, and it, again like we said earlier he's more relevant now than he has been since the 80s sure and, and before the end of this i'm sure that neil young will be on joe rogan's show it's andy kaufman all over again right <laughs> that's what this is in, in some way or and then, the, and then the, rogan will then rogan will get 30 million listeners. Right. You know what I mean? Because it'd be the it'd be the match of a century. It's just crazy stuff. But again, that point that I keep going back to, it really is about censorship. It's not even necessarily free speech because everybody has free speech. We're doing it, right? Everybody, especially yeah. now, the forums, yeah. you know, if you're shut down on one, you could start up another. You could do this and so on and so forth. The free speech is there, whether you're doing it on air in a recorded fashion or you're doing it in your kitchen or you're walking yeah. around. We have it. It's there. Okay? You either choose it or you don't. But that's everyone's right here in this country. Right? The thing yep. is, is we have to worry about when do we start crossing lines and forcing people to push the censorship button? And then that means yeah. that means then the free speech is in jeopardy. And as artists, our creativity is built on that. You cannot censor the creativity because once you do that, it's not legit anymore. It's manufactured... Yeah. And that's my concern, right? The other thing goes back to, again, like we said, these guys, they're not really going to... None of these guys are going to feel the effects of any of this in the way that the little guy would, right? And that's my concern. Where, where does that put other people? Does that mean, like, are they going to censor our show? Like I said, Joe Rogan's show, because of the money it makes and the prestige and who he is, you know, in the limelight, it'll weather the storm. But then how they make an example is they go down the line to the people that can't fight back. They can't fight back because they don't have the resources. They don't have the financial backing. They don't have the people championing them because they because of the investments or whatever. Now we're under a, a, a microscope. 
because YouTube's already done it. They've chopped yeah. up people's videos, and you can't yep. do this, you can't do that. You know, this video, I had a video that was, um, it didn't fall under their guidelines. They didn't pull it. However, you have to be 18, you have to sign in and be 18 or older to view it. And I don't right. see anything wrong with the video. The footage that was used, the military footage, it was stuff that was broadcasted. It was, it was military broadcast stuff that was on news reels. So you know, stock footage. Yeah, it was so stock, it was footage. stock footage. Yeah. So it's yeah. you know, yeah. but that ball of what they're looking for, that criteria, is getting smaller and smaller. Yeah. And that means what they're pooling and what's not allowable or not tolerated is getting bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger. Remember on TV it was the seven dirty words, right, that you couldn't say? There were seven words that couldn't be used on regular TV. Well, they've slipped. Yeah, it's Carlin's seven dirty words. Yeah. 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 And now there's yeah. 2022. On regular TV, you're still not hearing that F-bomb, but you're hearing other words that are being thrown in because it's commonplace now. And if it's after uh, 10 o'clock, you can slip in some other words. I was going to say, because you can, you can watch, uh, I think it's, uh, if you watch FX come like 10 o'clock, we'll throw that F-bomb Yeah, on. that's what I'm saying. So yeah. there's a, there's a yeah. now they put it, now it's a, 10 o'clock, it's a magic now word. There's nothing wrong with it. It's comedy, right? It's comedy. Right. Right. Well, to right. me, it was always comedy. Anytime that you got Pesci <laughs> saying it or De Niro or, you know, that's to me, right, that's right. comedy. A anyway, you know, a, a, a good PG movie back when we were kids always had nudity and at least four F-bombs. <laughs> right? But th there's some there's some PG movies you're like, yeah, nowadays yeah. you're like, how did that pass the censors? You know what I mean? So, I don't know. It's true, man. It's censorship, and that, that's what bothers me the most. Again, it doesn't matter where we fall on the political side or how you and I feel about boosters and vaccines and COVID and what it comes down – and Joe Rogan and then the music and the musicians. Like What it comes down to is censorship in its purest form, and that's just not cool, man. It's just really just not. It's the creators and the artists' responsibility at all levels, even the ones that have the big payday, to continue to make that accessible – not only for themselves, but for the next generations. And because like I said once before, like after a while, it becomes a norm and things have changed and a generation has passed. They think it's normal, but then the, the older generation goes, well, that's not how it was before. But yeah. we, we've been forced to this is where we're at. And, and, you know, and our world has changed quite a lot in the last 20 some years. Right since nine eleven, a lot of things have changed. A lot of things that we could do, or couldn't do, or you know, whatever. And the pandemic changed the world again in a major, you know, like you're talking yeah. about worldwide change. Well, nine eleven did that, and this pandemic mm. did it. Uh, I yeah. mean, there's little things here and there that have kind of trickled down, but you know, this could be something that could also change. I doubt it. In a sense, I mean that's my personal feeling. I don't. I think after next week, it's not going to be that big of a deal. I mean, because it's that that entertainment rivalry type of thing, in my opinion. However, it could spiral out of control and cause that censorship, that microscope, you know, looking under the microscope to all the people that don't have the resources to weather such a storm. That's my consideration. That would be my concern. You know, and I agree with you. I don't think this is going to last very long. I mean, you know, they always say we're in a 24-hour news cycle. And even though each day, you know, one or two more artists come out. But if you really kind of look at the caliber of artists, and nothing against them. They're all super talented. They all have names. And they've all written great music through the years. But at the end of the day, if it's not going to be a huge name and make a huge impact, it's just going to die out and fade away anyway. I agree with you. Yeah. I mean, unless you start having like the Metallicas and now I know, you know, a couple of years ago, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, you know, Taylor Swift wouldn't have her stuff on Spotify. But as you had pointed out, her stuff is on Spotify and it, it's almost yeah. like a it's it's a necessary evil. Right. And the artists know it. Bigger artists know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But again, they're still making more than the average artist. Yeah. So yeah. you got to weigh it out, I guess. But. Is it about money? It could be. Is it about misinformation, spreading misinformation or, or lies as some some of the news? It could be. That's the whole entire internet. Because sometimes yep. like you're, we're at a state now that we're not exactly sure what we can believe. You have to go on Snopes to find out, is it true? And even yep. that, I mean, who knows? 
I mean, yeah, you can yeah, find 100%. You could pick a topic and you could find five things, you know, pro, five things con on it. And it's, you know, yeah. like, well, I don't know. You know, it's like trying to read reviews or uh, you know, at yeah. Amazon. Like I I, I don't <laughs> know. Man, let me just buy it. I I get Prime so I can send it back. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think that that's what they do. They know that. They you put you put 6,000 reviews. One guy loves it. One guy hates it. One guy wouldn't give it to his mother-in-law, but but you know, but he'll use it. You know, this should be one star, but I'm going to tell you why I gave it two stars. You know, all right, I, I'm not even sure what that means. It should be one, but you're giving it two because it helped you. I don't know. It helped jack up your car. I don't know. Stupid stuff. But my point is, is you're not going to know unless, like you said, you do it yourself. Is it going to yeah. work? Isn't going to work? So. Censorship, people, stay away from it. We, yeah. Once we start censoring as artists, the creative aspect of what we do will begin to diminish, and uh, we're going to be forced to do other things. We become we become too mechanical in terms of how we produce what it is what we do. Hundred percent, man. It's a hundred percent. It's it's censorship in its purest form, and that's just not it's not good. Nope. You got anything else you want to add? No, man, no. I think we pretty much covered it. I'm not exactly sure that we may have gave the right scope on the situation, but I think we pieced out what we were more concerned with than Mr. Young and Mr. Rogan's uh, beef with one another, whether they're vaccinated or not, whether they're lying, whether they're not, whether someone's music is there or not. In 2022, whether his music is or isn't on Spotify, if somebody wants to get it, they'll get it. They'll find it. His distribution, they'll find some other. So he's not on Spotify, but he'll be, like you said, be on Amazon. He'll still be on iTunes, yeah. Apple Music, yeah. Google Music, uh, Zoom or whatever, Zoom, whatever they're called. You know, all this other, these are so on and so forth. So I think he'll do okay. <laughs> I'm sure he You'll will. be all right, Mr. Young. You'll be all right. So you can keep, keep rocking in the free world, world, baby. baby. <laughs> All right. If you like this episode, check out some of our other episodes and seasons. You can join us always at www.thecosmicvoice.com. Step into the cosmic verse. You'll never know what you'll find. Thanks so much for listening. This is The Cosmic Voice. Be sure to check us out at thecosmicvoice.com. Like and follow us on Facebook at The Cosmic Voice. You can find The Cosmic Voice everywhere you listen to online podcasts like Deezer, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, and so many more. Okay, folks, that will do it for another episode of The Cosmic Voice. Mick and I would like to say thank you very much for tuning in, and we will see you next week. You're listening to The Cosmic Voice. Music, talk, and nothing but business.